the origin story. Because, you know, before I was running Buckwild on Valmont University's campus, I, I came from uh, humble beginnings. So, let's get into that. When I first started college, I think I went temporarily insane. Like, uh, like you know how like Peter Parker got exposed to a radioactive spider? Well, shit, my radioactive spider was, was basically a college campus, and, and, and everything started coming at me all at once. You know, I was flooded with so many new things. It was people from from different regions of, of the United States and different cultures of the world and living on my own and flirtatious girls. They liked me now because I hit puberty and I was I was getting alcohol whenever I wanted because it was so accessible. And there was 24 hour fast food spots. Everybody was open for 24 hours. That shit didn't happen in the suburbs. Shit closed down at 10. But now it's 3 a.m. on a Tuesday. And my options were waffle, chili cheese dog, more gigantic Oreo McShake. Amazing. It all came to me so quickly, and my brain shorted out. You know, the beginning of college can be a horrific time for anybody. And it's not horrific, it can be a hectic time because it's utter lunacy for a kid like me who's been accustomed to such a rigid structure his entire life. You know, until I graduated from high school, I had an extremely regimented and almost like droid like existence. At 9 p.m., I was in my bedroom with the TV turned off. But I mean, the light could be on because reading was encouraged. But the TV had to be off and I had to be in my bed. I mean, imagine that, a 17-year-old man with a, a little mustache, you know, had to be sitting in his bed, you know, by 9 p.m. every single night. And each night, I had dinner with my parents and my two younger brothers. And, and dinner was the most important part of the day because we caught up with everybody's generally unexcited daily events. But that's what we did, you know, every night. We sat around a table together and, and, and forced conversation to keep up with each other's lives. And weekends were just that, was just, that was just for playing basketball and shooting hoops in the backyard and doing chores and yard work. And, and I also had a job at Mickey D's. You know, I, worked, I, I worked at McDonald's when I was a kid. So normally working in a fast food gig sucks. But for me, it was the only place where I could go where my parents couldn't control me. It was probably the only time in my life when a five-hour shift actually felt like absolute freedom to me. Like I, like, I loved working at McDonald's and because that's where I discovered ways to have fun. Like, pretty much, McDonald's is actually where I started learning more about myself. McDonald's was the place where my coworkers took me out on a snowy, snowy night and taught me how to do donuts in a maroon 88 Volvo in the parking lot. McDonald's was where I learned and, and where I participated in my first rap battle. Like, by the deep fire, I'm over there spitting bars, son. And McDonald's is where I found out that frozen cheese slices make perfect ninja stars. Go home, get yourself a slice of cheese, chop it into a star, put it in the freezer, take it out, throw it in somebody's eye. Surprise, surprise, you die. On nights when I was scheduled to close, my basketball teammates from high school, they would pull up in a Ford Explorer and to the back door, and I'd pass out boxes of frozen hash browns and pancakes like I was Nino Brown in New Jack City. Eventually, like, my boss or supervisor, she found out that I was stealing all the uh, units of, of hash browns and pancakes, and I was fired on one of my Friday shifts. Basically, I was fired for being a, a young, young Jeezy. And uh, that sucked because I couldn't go home and tell my parents that I lost my job. So um, in a greasy visor and a name tag, I walked across the street and applied for a position at Staples. And a week later, when I was hired, I told my parents, I just left uh, McDonald's because I felt like Staples would give my resume more of an appealing set of skills instead of telling them that I was fired for boosting boxes of breakfast food. Anyway, that's where the uh, seeds of mischief were planted. But rewind a moment. 
Because my parents were big on academics, they didn't want my work schedule to conflict with my school schedule. So I only worked on weekends during the school year, which meant I missed out on a lot of school dances and big kids parties, you know. So me just thinking about all this, you could probably see that I had a pretty tight upbringing. But, you know, back then, I thought that that's how everybody lived. Like, all my friends must have had parents just like my parents. And it was what it was. But, you know, it wasn't like I was afraid of my parents. They just operated in this realm of understanding, you know. They made it very clear to my brothers and I that we didn't have to fear them. We just had to understand that they were running this shit. So bow down. But I never really had any reason or thoughts to stray away from under their thumb because they always used to say while we were growing up was, you know, whenever you want to move out for college that's when you do what you want noted so fast forward to my freshman year of college i didn't really come i didn't really unpack until late october because i was constantly running all over campus i was like a, i was like a rabid squirrel my first parties at college were the wildest and craziest shit of all time and compared to what i'd seen in high school that is because looking back they weren't really that wild and crazy at all like uh, so i once was at a frat house and i saw a girl lick a guy's earlobe while they were dancing and it gave me like a full chubby and I wasn't even the one getting licked. But that shit was, that was raunchy. So I started observing, absorbing the crucial little nuances around me. You know, I was, I was just absorbing things. You know, pre-gaming was absolutely necessary. Even if you were just going to Target to pick up some toiletries. You know, resident advisors were among the scum of the earth. Uh, no one got dressed up to go to class. It was either sweats or a t-shirt and hoodie or, or just pajama bottoms. And I also discovered that the more chicks you met, the more social you could become. Simple cause and effect. The more chicks you know, the more access to parties you have. The more access to parties you have, the more chicks you end up knowing. And it wasn't rocket science, it was just observation to me. I was the realest example of somebody who truly started college as a blank slate. And my development in that realm was fast and furious. I had no alcohol tolerance, but I had a genuine thirst to get wild. And I also had no knowledge of party ethics or social protocol. But I quickly realized that if you're self-conscious, you're probably not going to have any fun anyway. When you let yourself go, that's when you have the ability to start making memories. And that's all I really wanted. I just wanted to have a, a good time. 